WildTalkRadio.com. Welcome, everyone, to Monday Night Raw. Wild Talk Radio presents to you the Monday Night Raw post show. So, what do you guys want to talk about? Featuring Sir Rockin'. Just a man. What the rock is cooking? And Lindsay Ward. Rest in peace. Interact with us live and give us your thoughts on everything that happens on Monday Night Raw. And that's the bottom line because Stone Cold said so. And if you're not down with that. We got two, one, for ya! Because we believe in doing what is best for all of you. Because after all, what's best for all of you is what's best for business. Now step into the ring with us for the Raw Post Show. This is Monday Night Raw! The chamber has come and gone now. It's all the fallout. This is the Raw Post Show presented as always by MBG Films, YouTube.com slash MBG1211. Shout out to that Amazon Prime link to your Twitch account. It's called Prime Gaming Support Channel by clicking the purple rectangular button below the screen. You can also use character Rocket Sucker, Lens, and Warden in Fortnite. I'm for Epic Games Circus. Hashtag Epic Partner. I'm the producer. That's Lindsay Ward. We are officially on the road to WrestleMania, y'all. Five weeks away. It's exciting. It is exciting. We're four, 39 days, 40 days, 40 days, 40 days away. Scary. It's just, everything's just, it's, it's, it's going to be here so, sooner rather than later. And it's, it is, as you fa- in fact said, scary. Wrestling Christmas is coming, guys. It's almost here. Are you ready? We're going to get ready. That, that is for damn sure. So, Monday Night Raw kicked off with a match between Sami Zayn and Shinsuke Nakamura. Sami Zayn is looking to find his road to WrestleMania. And had a hell of a match. True underdog Sami Zayn came out in full force in this one. Sami was able to pull it out, beating a 10 count, hitting a couple of Huluva kicks to the back of the head of one Shinsuke Nakamura to get the win. I like the new camera shot for the Huluva kick. You saw him coming straight at you for the kick, which was a nice change. Usually get it as the, for a replay angle, but they gave it to you as a live angle. I liked it. Yeah, that was nice. It was a good way to really demonstrate the move and show the move and make it feel more impactful. Because seeing it from the side, it's like, eh, or seeing it from the back, it's like, eh, but getting it like head on. Yeah, no, that's the way you need to show that. Mm-hmm. Sami Zayn was backstage interviewed by Jackie Redmond and Zayn said it was an understatement to say that they needed a win over Shinsuke Zayn said he doesn't know what a loss would have done to him Zayn reaffirmed with the win his belief that he is a contender and will be champion he said that if a path to Wrestlemania doesn't find him he will find out he will go and find one for himself Ludwig and Giovanni walked up they smirked at Sami then Gunther appeared 
laughed in Sammy's face. So we get the first tease of many of who could possibly be facing one Gunther at WrestleMania. Once again, I will throw it out there. I am fine, absolutely fine, with Sami Zayn facing off against Gunther. I'm, I am on board for that. Shinsuke would also be a nice option, but I will take, I will absolutely take Sami. No complaints about that. Or, or, or but wait, there's more. There's, there's more. As Ludwig, Gunther, and Giovanni made their way to the ring, he talked about retaining his Intercontinental Championship by being Jey Uso last week. He said he actually felt the title slipping away from last week for the first time. He got said he got lucky. He said nobody's perfect, but he he is very, very close. Gunther then brought up what he's going to do with WrestleMania. He said he reads his suggestions to fans, which includes Sami Zayn, Chad Gable, The Miz, and even Our Truth. Hmm. The Judgment Day then up here came out. Priest said they don't sweat Guther. Priest acknowledged that Guther has a dominant run and said it was oh, second only to the Judgment Day's run. Priest said the Judgment Day intends to add more gold to WrestleMania, and that includes the Intercontinental Championship. Guther said that since Priest wasn't cashing in his Money in the Bank briefcase, he wanted to know who it would be. Would it be the big head, head or would it be Finn Balor? Dominic then stepped up, said he was the Judgment Day's backup, and what what they, they said the Judgment Day backs up what they say. Dom declared that the Intercontinental title belongs to the Judgment Day. Gunther shoved Dom. Priest had to be held back. We had a let him fight chant. Priest was ready to fight. Priest told Gunther that the Intercontinental was coming to each other. Judgment Day, whether he likes it or not, Judgment Day left the ring. I was surprised to see Judgment Day get up in the face of. Uh, Imperium tonight, because I thought they were going in a different direction, but maybe they're going even in a different direction. Where it's I mean, a slight I don't think, tease. I don't think anybody had Judgment Day and Imperium facing off against each other on their 2024 bingo card, but at least for we WrestleMania. Can add that, at, at least for WrestleMania. Yeah. I mean, we can, we can add that square. That's fine. That can be the free square. I have no problem with that. Because color me intrigued. Let's do this. Judgment Day and Imperium, yes. All the yes. Let's go. Judgment Day was backstage. Priest told the others that he was he calmed down. Rhea showed up and questioned Dom going, she was questioning, what, what are you doing? And she, he's like, mommy, I got this. <laughs> Dom Dom then approached Andrade. He said, it was good to see him. Dom said maybe he would see him around again. Andrade said he was going to meet with Adam Pierce to discuss his next opponent. Andrade told Dom he'll see him soon. Maybe. Um, we also had Chad Gable putting his name in the hat to face off against Gunther for the Intercontinental Championship. So I think what we're going to get either for WrestleMania is a multi-man match of some sort, or we're going to get some sort of multi-man match on Raw to determine the contender. And then you can branch things away from there if you want to go for the, the tag titles. Because the tag titles need to be online at WrestleMania, I think as well so we'll we'll see there's a lot of things a lot of intrigue which is good because we're five 40 days away almost six weeks less than six weeks to go to wrestlemania um intriguing tv leading up to it since you have the main matches set having roads to get there five six weeks out it's not a bad thing for for weekly episodic television no it's not and i was just sitting here thinking it's like damn it we need another chamber just to settle the ic title issue like damn yeah but yeah i think a multi-man match will probably be the way that they go either i think maybe on the actual show 
just because if this is the time and the place of which Gunter will lose his title, this is the this is the way to do it because you can protect him where he doesn't get pinned. It's somebody else that takes the pin and that's how he loses his title and then he's on the quest to get it back. Um, and then you can do the one-on-one matches from there. And Possibly. also, I don't know. Well, and also the thing with it, you can also beat everybody. Like there's that too. Um, but it's a good way to get everybody or more people on the show. Maybe a ladder match. Um, I think if it's a multi-man match, Guthrie's going to keep it at WrestleMania. Um, I think where he's taking the pin. I don't think you don't. Again, this goes to the old argument about the Roman Reigns one. You don't end a 600-something day reign by someone else taking the pin. You got to beat Gunther to be champion. Um, oh, I don't disagree, but in case they want to protect him for bigger and better things, you know. He, he, he's very well protected. A lot, him losing the title won't diminish him because there's 700 days that by the time he loses it behind him. He'll be fine. Um, his boys, though, got into a street fight with Xavier Woods and Kofi Kingston. Apparently, that was two years in the making, they said. What? I don't, I, I didn't understand the two years part. But Yeah, I didn't quite get that. <laughs> but you know what? It's fine because I fully respect the fact that Xavier and Kofi wore jeans. They came to a street fight prepared. They did, in fact, come prepared. And I love it. I love it when wrestlers do this, where they don't wear their normal gear, where they actually try to protect themselves a little bit by wearing regular clothes, like either jeans or pants or something like that, that more of their body is covered. So that way they're protected in the match. Like, it always seems kind of silly to me of, oh, we're going to have a street fight. So I'm going to go put on my little, you know, man panties and I'll be right back out. It's like, no, why don't we just fight now, right now in our street clothes? Let's go. And they, they were repping the Santa jerseys as well. Um, Ludwig and Giovanni got the win. This was a violent match. Lots of tables and stuff. It was it was really, really good. It was fantastic. If you missed it, go back and watch it because this was... I'm surprised we got this for free. I'll take it, but I'm surprised we got it for free. Uh, was, I won't complain. Uh, Shayna Baszler, Zoe Stark took on Indy and Candice LeRae. Shayna and Zoe got the win. Shayna and Zoe were upset because Candice and Indy got a title shot before them. It was fine. It was yeah, fine no for complaints whatever. on my end. Our truth was in the Judgment Days Clubhouse with The Miz, Johnny Gargano, and Tommaso Ciampa. You know, DX. And wonder what they were doing there. And Drew said Judgment Day was gone for a night. He was thinking about the good old days. Champa said he had a plan to ask Drew, are you ready? Little DX nod there. By the way, glad The Miz was is safe and, and okay. Yeah, if you didn't hear, The Miz ended up being trapped <laughs> in a room for like several hours at the uh, building today. Like he was live posting to social media about it. <laughs> where it's like he and somebody else were locked in the room and they were trying to get them out and they couldn't at least for the last post i saw they couldn't get them out and i guess they finally got the door they got the door because he didn't have a screwdriver or anything to get the door uh, door off the hinges so yeah they were trying to get it from the outside and it's like key wasn't working the handle wasn't working the lock wasn't working nothing was working so and it was a metal door so they couldn't kick it down they couldn't rip it off the hinges um so I'd be curious to hear the follow-up on that of how Miz got out of the locked room. But on the bright side, they had soda, so it was fine. Everything was fine. Monday Night Raw. Oh, before, really quick, Raquel Rodriguez beat Chelsea Green. Chelsea's promo before the match was good, um, but Raquel Chelsea. got the win because she needed a win coming back. Yeah, and Chelsea's promo after was good, too. It was funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
But yeah, good for Raquel. Get that win back. Get that win back. So Monday Night Raw officially opened up with Dominic Mysterio introducing Rhea Ripley. She said Nia Jax may have been the biggest threat to her title. She said it doesn't matter because even though she was from down under, it doesn't take away from the fact that Mommy is always on top. And the man came around at that point to fight Rhea Ripley at WrestleMania. She said her and Rhea both had a great night on Saturday. She talked about winning the chamber. Rhea won her match against in front of her friends and family in the Pac Stadium. Lynch said now Rhea's family won't have to fly to WrestleMania to watch her lose. Dom chimed in and said no one talks to mommy that way. Lynch shot him down and said that Rhea has been the face of the company while she's been the heart and soul, the backbone of the of the division. And the company, Lynch said the man could do it all, including beat Rhea Ripley. Rhea goes, are you, are you done? Told her not to expect her Latino heat ever again. Ripley congratulated Becky on winning. Chambers said it was about time she stopped disappointing her and approached her level. Rhea said that there's a great woman behind every great man, but she won't be behind Becky because mommy is always on top. Can we talk about the best part of this, which was Dominic Mysterio standing behind Rhea Ripley making faces at Becky Lynch the entire fucking time they're doing this? He did. And and Becky just having a straight face for the whole promo. Like, good on everybody for this. This was absolutely fantastic. Yeah. But Nia Jax was not very happy with it all. She jumped Becky Lynch from behind, couple leg drops, and had to be escorted out by a bunch, bunch of men, including Adam Pierce. Who threatened to find uh, Naya if she did not leave? Naya was talking talk back backstage. She said she's going to be going to WrestleMania rather than Becky Lynch to do her beating her clean. She brought up how Na- Redmond brought up how Naya's match with has a match with Morgan and said Morgan will get ten times what happened to Becky Lynch. That takes us all the way down later tonight to uh, Nia Jax and Liv Morgan. They were having a good match until Becky Lynch interfered causing this qualification. She took it to Nia Jax a little bit. Morgan did, was not a little happy about it and, you know, told Becky afterwards, not everything is about Becky Lynch. Yeah, there was, there was a little uh, little tiff that happened between the two of them. Nia did not have a good night. We didn't get a, quite a my hole, my hole, but she was not having a good time. And but, neither, neither was Liv Morgan. Neither was Liv Morgan, but it'll be Becky Lynch and Nia Jax next week. But hey, y'all, you got a, a WrestleMania main event live on, on free television tonight, so you're welcome. Yeah, there you Nia go. Jax, Liv Morgan, not at WrestleMania. Anyway, so we had Jay Uso backstage. He asked how he would get back to into the title picture. He would just keep being himself. He said he gets closer to something and falls short, whether it's past enemies on Raw or his own family members. Drew McIntyre walked up. McIntyre said he's riding high, but he can relate to what Jay's going through. McIntyre said from the bottom of his heart, Jay deserves this. Jay then punched Drew. They are quickly pulled apart, and we're going to get them in a match next week as well on Monday Night Raw. I mean, okay. I I can think of worse things because Drew McIntyre wasn't done, and good God, did he just go off tonight. He did. So we heard... From the number one contender, Drew McIntyre, he came to the ring. He's like they're putting their hands together and praying harder than they ever prayed in their lives. He says because of them, because of them, he is facing Seth Rollins for the World Heavyweight Title at WrestleMania. McIntyre talked about being jet lagged, having his eardrum busted at the Elimination Chamber. He said the doctor told him he might not make it to WrestleMania, but he looked at the doctor and replied. 
who do you think I am? CM Punk. Nothing He's going to is so hard. He is. Nothing is going to stop me from missing WrestleMania. Then he mocked Punk by sitting in the cross-legged in the middle ring. He said he knows it hurt Punk not to be in the chamber at WrestleMania. He said he did something for Punk. He said no, Punk is straight edge, so he drank twice as much for him on the flight home. McIntyre then called out the world heavyweight champion, who did join him in the ring. He congratulated McIntyre for winning the chamber and for clawing his way back into the title picture. Rollins said McIntyre now has an opportunity to do what he want, has wanted to do since 2020 by winning the title in front of the capacity crowd at WrestleMania. Rollins said he is standing, though, in McIntyre's way. McIntyre said Rollins, he wants Rollins to be 100%. He questioned why Rollins was going to SmackDown to fight someone else's battle. McIntyre Rollins told Rollins that if he pisses off the bloodline, they will cost him him the match at WrestleMania. McIntyre told Rollins to back away from the bloodline. Rollins told McIntyre that he respects what he said, but he, some risks are worth taking. Rollins said he knows McIntyre knows what he's all about, and therefore he knows that Rollins has thought about it all. Rollins says he's thought all about the negative outcomes, and McIntyre might be right. It might just be an easy night for you, WrestleMania. But what if you're wrong? Rollins said some risks are worth taking. He said he's been selfish in his career and his life. He said... The thought of gold wolf will avoid, but he still felt empty inside. Rollins said it wasn't under his until he had his daughter that he realized that everything is about him. He said taking down the bloodline is bigger than both of them. Rollins said if they come if they don't take the group down before WrestleMania, it's only a matter of time before they come for the world heavyweight title. Rollins said one of his knee and back are healthy, and they can rip apart the bloodline once and for all and secure the future of the industry. Rollins said if they can do it all, then it'll be just the two of them and the world heavyweight title of WrestleMania. May the best man win. Some risks are worth taking. Good stuff. This was fantastic. This is exactly what you needed to do to build both men up. Um, Drew is still in his villain era, and he's just getting better and better all the time. You're slowly turning Seth further and further face in this, which is really nice, but he's still retaining a bit of that smarminess that we all love from him. So yeah, this is this is exactly what we need. And you just have Drew continuing to take shot after shot after Punk, with the eventuality being that um, you know, Punk will come back and probably punch Drew in the face. Most likely, yeah. Cody Rhodes, Grayson Waller was your main event on Monday Night Raw. Cody Rhodes got the win. Solid match between the two. Um, but it was what happened afterwards. I got people talking because, ladies and gentlemen, his name is Paul Heyman. He, Cody, grabbed the chair and a microphone. He said he didn't give a damn what Paul Heyman's name is. He said if the brother line was present, they could come and get him. Paul Heyman told Cody to come down, pointed that he, there was no one with the bloodline here. He's just the only representative. He's with the Polynesian bloodline and everything. He said the men in the back are just friends of his from the the the, the, the NYPD. They were off duty. Well, actually suspended. Um, he said he understands though how insulting it must be to get Will Smith across the face. But he told Cody that just need to take the Rock's name out of your freaking mouth. He said a year ago they were crying in the rain together. He gets it. He was though, Paulie though was pleading with Cody just. Take the rock's name out of your mouth. He even dropped pretty, pretty please with a cherry on top. Rather menacingly, I might add. And the or else was the phrase. Cody asked Paul Heyman if he knows why he hasn't trashed the rock for any of this in the media or anything. He said he and everyone else were fans of the rock. He said every meal in his house was determined by the tickets sold and no one has sold more tickets than the rock. Cody, though, is done being nice. He added that if this is a bloodline setup, they should just come and get him. Heyman had a better idea. He had all three men, the, the off-duty NYPD officers, got in the ring. Heyman asked if he could get in. 
Cody's like, no. Cody asks if anyone took another step towards him, he would drop everyone in the ring. And Paul Heyman said Rusak suspected that and assumed if it was one of them, but if it was, you know, any, but if he did it, that it would apply. And Cody's like, no. So Cody then put a whooping on these three men with the steel cherry, threw one right in the face of one of them, just got yeah. him right, right, right down in it. Um, Paul Heyman called Roman Reigns and pulled out a second phone calling the rock okay i have i i understand the visual i fully understand the commitment to the visual and respect it however you don't need two phones for each person is called conference call you can conference call people on one phone you don't need two i like they're two different types of phones too yeah that was nice too but yeah it's like what why why do you have two phones one for each person why you worried about texting the wrong person yes it's a personal phone for each of them i i think i thought that was funny it's hilarious like the commitment to the bit is top tier but it's just like in reality it's like dude you just need one phone you don't need two sometimes you need two sometimes you need three sometimes you may need four oh my god that's so many phones you know, people like their phones. They do. Uh, uh, but that that was raw. Good stuff. This is a really good follow-up to Elimination Chamber. I haven't watched the show yet, so I can't say what happened to Chamber, but this, to me, felt like a really good follow-up to it. I mean, obviously, I know who wins based on what happened tonight, and I'm perfectly fine with the outcomes. Um, there's no need to take any like weird convoluted left turns this close to Wrestlemania so the fact that they're staying the course is just makes me so happy we have many roadblocks and road bumps along the way so yeah Chamber Chamber was good we'll talk about it more Thursday night at 10pm Eastern on the rack that's right tune in because we're going to be talking all about Elimination Chamber we'll also have news notes and other things it's the rack Thursday night 10pm Eastern right here on WallTalkRadio.com Saturday night, 11.30 p.m. Eastern, others of CB Radio, which will feature the Excalibur Challenge for AEW Revolution. Brent will go off and spout things, so tune in for that. Saturday night, 11.30 p.m. Eastern. There is no WTR Sunday night Russell Talk Radio, because we're watching the AEW pay-per-view, which means next Monday night. It's a raw post at 11 p.m. Eastern, followed by CB Radio Not So Live, live at 11.30 p.m. Eastern, as we'll break down AEW Revolution Sting's final match and more so there's that chat if you have Amazon Prime link to your Twitch account it's called Prime Game to support the channel by clicking the purple rectangle button below the screen you can also use credit code Rockstock or Linz M. Ward in the Fortnite item shop or Epic Game Store why because we are our hashtag Epic Partners you can follow me on most of social medias at Linz Ward D. you can check out my Twitch channel twitch.tv slash Linz Ward you can follow me over on YouTube, youtube.com slash at symbolinsward, and you can follow me on TikTok, lensward0. Chat, next Monday night kicks off the month of streaming every single day with WW2K24 content, Fortnite, and all the podcasts. We're going to have a lot of content, a lot of new content, and so much more coming up starting next Monday. A lot, lot's going to happen. So be here, turn notifications on, all those fun things. But this has been the Raw Post Show, presented as always by MBG Films, youtube.com slash MBG1211. We'll see you Thursday for the back, and right back here Monday night for the Raw Post Show at CB Radio Not So Live, along the airwaves of the Wild Talk Radio Network. <laughs>